Section 26 of The Baha'i Revelation by Thornton Chase. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. The Baha'i Revelation by Thornton Chase. Section 26. The Baha'i Revelation is needed. Is there any religion of the past that the whole world will accept? After 3,400 years of the Mosaic Law, 1,900 years of Christianity, and 1,300 years of Mohammedanism, it is as difficult to Christianize the world as to Moslemize it. If there were no further light than that which shines from the ordinary Christianity of today, how long will it require to bring the Mohammedan races alone to accept its teaching? Indeed, Mohammedanism is making more rapid strides among ignorant peoples than Christianity, but neither of them are affecting the other. Judaism, Buddhism, Brahmanism, Zoroastrianism are standing like great walls impervious to outside attacks, though all showing signs of corruption and decadence within themselves. Why is it that the Christian word of God has not been accepted by all these peoples? A bit of history may give light on the matter. In 1820, Ramahan Roy, the great Indian reformer and founder of the Brahmo Samaj, a man of high and noble character, was so charmed with the teachings of Jesus that he published extracts from them under the title Precepts of Jesus. Although born and trained a Brahmin, he perceived clearly the awful practices that had been engrafted by the priests upon the original teachings, and he strove to find for himself the pure truths of religion. In his preface to the Precepts of Jesus, he stated his belief and hope that those simple and clear expressions of moral laws would have effect in uplifting his people, because they seemed to him the best expressions to be found in any religion of that which conduced to the real welfare of man, and because he thought that they could not be made a ground for metaphysical criticism or dispute. He made no references to the recorded miracles of Jesus, because, as he said, the Indian mind was already sodden with miracles and could not be further affected by any relation of them. This unique opportunity for the introduction of the teachings of Christ among the Brahmins was, however, rendered practically useless by the immediate and strong opposition of the Christian missionaries then in India. Because he laid stress only upon the teachings of Jesus, as applicable to life, and not upon the doctrines of the blood atonement and the miracles, he was set upon, denounced, and ridiculed by the Christians, much to the delight of the Brahmin priesthood. Later, he succeeded in forming a sort of literary partnership with two Christian missionaries for the purpose of translating the Gospels into Bengali for native use. But when they came to the third verse of the first chapter of the Gospel of St. John, and Ramahan Roy desired to translate the Greek word dia to the Bengali word meaning through, both of the gentlemen refused to translate it, except as in the Old English translation by, 
and one of them refused to assist further in that glorious work. The original meaning of the phrase is, through whom all things were made. It is such an insistence upon partisan interpretations, upon dogmas and doctrines, rather than upon the life-helping power of the word that inspires ridicule and rejection by those who are called heathen. It is written, The faith of God and religion of God hath been revealed and manifested from the heaven of the will of the king of pre-existence only for the union and concord of the dwellers upon earth make it not a cause of discord and dissension baha'u'llah through the ages religion has been made a cause of discord and dissension the different religious teachings have separated the peoples more than differences in climate country or race and the same thing in each religion has been the cause of the division namely the idea held by each nation that its religion was the only one authorized by god and the conception growing out of that idea that it was the one people especially chosen by god to be his favorite he was ever deemed to be decidedly a respecter of persons this same idea reached down from the great religion to its several sects between whom the bitterness was most severe the mohammedan sunnites and shiites the christian catholics and protestants hated each other cordially even now a convocation of christian clergy looking toward a union of sects for service to humanity refuses to acknowledge unitarians or universalists as their brothers in association and service adherence to their self-chosen interpretations and opinions is of more value than the union of all possible earnest and noble workers for the uplifting of humanity but a few years ago within our memories each sect of christians claimed to control the only infallible path to heavenly safety they considered each other one to be at least doubtful if not indeed the very broad road to destruction the protestant still protests while the adherent to rome acknowledges no christians except the children of that church it is only when coming into light that we are able to recognize the darkness and now in this day of light we see the gloom and chains of the spiritual prison houses in which mankind has been dwelling we can also perceive that he who is incarcerated barred in by walls of his own building cannot extend the hand of assistance to the inmate of another prison nor can he reasonably expect to succeed in gathering others from their places of confinement into his own or inducing them to break their bonds to put on his but when the deliverer appears the messenger of god to open the prison doors to break down the walls of separation to bring light into their darkness to lift them up into the liberty of divine manhood to establish freedom peace harmony and love to reveal heavenly happiness and glory as the birthright of man and to make this earth a paradise of god who that seeks good and truth 
can refrain from looking to this glorious light of revelation and lifting up his heart and hands in praise to almighty god the father of generosity and love does the world need such an awakening such a spiritual sun rising and divine introduction to peace for answer we have but to look at the nations of the world and their conditions during the last century and now peering into the darkness of the past we perceive that all peoples have been dwelling in bondage religion which was given by god to develop and lift man up to that high estate where the truth should make him free has been used with craft and greed to shackle his soul with the great masses of mankind that captivity still exists but we see here and there in many directions efforts for freedom the conditions of the past no longer satisfy on every hand men are turning from their former teachers and doctrines breaking their bonds and looking to new guides the ground of dead dogmas is being ploughed deep to prepare for a new seed sowing the clouds of man-made doctrines are dispersing before the dawn of truth and the ranks of darkness are breaking before the armies of light had the commands of god spoken by the mouth of our lord jesus been obeyed there would have been no need for another revelation of the same teachings but as soon as the pure seed of the word sown by him matthew thirteen twenty seven began to spring up tares appeared with it men interpreted the words of god according to their own material imaginations mingled pagan philosophies and false conceptions with the pure teachings and proclaimed the whole as divine doctrine this was easily done as there were no actual writings of jesus to correct them to each great teaching was added a material interpretation which gradually robbed it of its spiritual instruction and changed the laws of freedom given for the liberation of god's people from the bonds of jewish and pagan theocracies into new theological prisons for the souls of men to peter two nineteen and so the wheat and tares have grown up together lest the wheat be also rooted up until the harvest the end of the world or age when the son of man shall send forth his angels and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father who hath ears to hear let him hear were it not for the tares of false doctrines the word of god would have conquered the world centuries ago the world is better than it knows it is those tares which it refuses to accept and which hinder the great nations from receiving the truth of jesus so simply and beautifully declared by him and now god's loving kindness to his creation has again appeared in new instruction and command such that all wayfarers in the path of god may not err therein the human instrument is needed for the revealing of his will and guidance 
the infinite god does not flame forth his brightness directly to finite man to blind and destroy him but tempers it to man's condition a pure instrument is needed one that is selfless strong to bear all indignities weak in self strong in god a teacher is required for his children when his lessons become an old story and without effect because of man's adulteration mercy sends a new teacher who is a mediator a lamp to convey and express as much of the divine light as can be born it is always darkest before dawn he comes when the world is plunged in ignorance and uncertainty and brings the light of knowledge and assurance that mankind may be saved from self-destruction today this is baha'u'llah the glory of god the bearer of light end of section 26 recording by nicholas james bridgewater recorded in london england